Right, we're going 90s today, Mario, because this song made me believe as a teenager that I could wear baggy jeans and a crop top and I could look like an American R&B star. Just full disclosure was that I couldn't and I didn't look like them. Um, I didn't understand really the concept of the song at the time, but I suppose... As the years have gone on, we've we realised more and more what it was about. But I picked TLC Waterfalls mm. um, because it's one of the most iconic songs from the 90s. And as I said, at the time, that album, Crazy Sexy Cool, was their second album. But to me, that was that big album of that coming of age, kind of turning 15, finding boys, thinking that you could wear, you know, baggy jeans and that crop top and look deadly and like falling in love and that you were like kind of one of the girls from the, from TLC. Um, but for them, Waterfalls was the most iconic song really of their entire careers. Like it mm. sold a ridiculous amount of albums. That album like sold 24 million, which was their big one. But for TLC and for Waterfalls, this song was about, you know, what we thought was just like a cool video, really, about this guy gets shot or something happens. And then, you know, this this couple are having this weird thing because at 15, they didn't understand. But the reality was that they were completely groundbreaking on what they were doing because they were making a real uh, statement. Um, they really wanted to talk to their peers without sounding preachy, but they wanted to talk about safe sex and they wanted to talk about the illegal drug culture that was ravaging across America at that, that time and especially young African-American men. So when they were making their video for the song, they had to make it as real as possible. And for a band, especially a female band like TLC, that had gone from an average enough album within the States to like global domination. They spent a million dollars on this video. This is 1995. It was unheard of and it was unheard of for a female band for that amount of money to go onto it. But they had given loads of different ideas for the video, but they were like, no, it has to show exactly what we're talking about. Hmm. So you see this young guy going for a drug deal and his mom, so like in the lyrics is like that she's begging him basically not to go and do this drug deal. Hmm. But he goes anyway and obviously he gets killed in the drug deal. And then we go to the next scene, obviously, of the girls that are in the waterfall and they're morphing in and out of water. And then we go to a couple and this guy and this girl, they're in a relationship and she say, no, you don't need to use protection. Everything's fine. And they go about their business. And that's fine. Then you see him looking in the mirror and starting to see lesions on his face, which people identified, I suppose, with Philadelphia as well, a lot with the lesions. Yeah. So that he was starting to show these signs of these final letters, three final letters took him to his final resting place. So they're talking about the AIDS epidemic that was sweeping America. So for women, I suppose, of the time to be so, you know, groundbreaking, really, and what their lyrics they were never. AIDS was never discussed in any song up until this point. It was never directly alluded to at all. Um, and for women to do that, it was just it was they were just above and beyond their time, really. They were oh. trailblazing. Wow. Hmm. So who? So I mean, I, I'm just looking at them here because I know very little about this now. I have to say. So, I, but I did recognize one name, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, well, unfortunately, she passed away. She actually oh. passed away yesterday, 18 years ago. She was doing charity work in Honduras. Um, she was from Philadelphia originally, but then moved to Atlanta. And then this band was put together. She saw a call out for a female R&B band and they were all put together. They weren't pals. They didn't grow up. They were all from different places and they, they settled in Atlanta. Um, but she was always the trailblazer just in terms of wanting to make people aware about safe sex and about promiscuity and then obviously as well um, that young African-American men especially in Atlanta they were seeing massive massive deaths and even in the video you see a massive contract they use a really young guy to go and do this drug deal um, and he's dealing to three older men and there's a real contrast in their age and that's what she was trying to show was that you know these kids are really really young getting into this um, so he, she always trailblazed Chile um, is still around as well 
um, and Tebow's. So they were all given their, their nicknames. They got together. Their first album kind of wasn't amazing. The second album, they had a, a single before Waterfalls. But from this album, Crazy Sexy Cool came Waterfalls. Mm. And like there, there was nobody had anything bad about to say about this single, which was unheard of, especially in America, because everybody likes a pop, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this it was it was that one that so charged the Billboard 100. It was international top number one right the way across the world for seven weeks. They toured worldwide, which again for like a female group to you know to have such notoriety for one song. But like as in that album, that album excelled yeah. as well. They didn't have as much success after that album. No, like, you know they only had the fifteen million on the next album. But uh, <laughs> and yeah, do they exactly. do they kind of blaze a trail for? Um, do they tell me if this is wrong or not? For somebody like Destiny's Child, or you know, would they have kind? Because of, Destiny's oh, Child absolutely. were. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But actually for female groups just in general, because they really weren't female groups really weren't taken very seriously. You had icons um like the Supremes, but the Supremes didn't have any ownership over a lot of stuff that they would have performed. Um Diana Ross, the same, and especially African American women, they were owned by companies. Whereas with Lisa Left Eye Lopez, she was very aware of the game. She was very aware of what the music industry and how it could just take them and chew them up. So they moved from different record companies, they were well able to negotiate. Um, and I suppose the likes of Destiny's Child and any other female group that kind of saw the empowerment of, like, they were like the Spice Girls of, like, the ultimate Spice Girls, if you know what I mean. Like, I've heard Jerry Halliwell refer to her. And, of course, Lisa Left Eye Lopez and Melanie C went on to do um, Things Will Never Be the Same Again in the 2000s. Mm which was a number one hit for them as well. So Lisa unfortunately passed away in 2002, yeah. but she, you know, she she was a great woman for for doing lots of charity work and kind of, you know, and the the actual lyrics of where the rap that she sings and waterfalls were engraved onto the side of her coffin as well. Oh, and presumably don't go chasing waterfalls is is a metaphor. Yeah, so so actually, it's a line. Did you know this? It's a line from a Paul McCartney song called Waterfalls. No. So that's what they took it from. So Paul, and Paul McCartney was not happy because he didn't have a hit with Waterfalls. So the first opening line of his song is, don't go ch- chasing waterfalls, please stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. But they took that. But it's the overall euphemism of just stay within your lane, basically, and stay within your communities and be aware of things that are going on. So like in the video, again, it, it shows how the song goes along that the, the, the guy and the girl that the, she had been saying about practicing safe sex, they go along and later on it, you just see that he disappears and then her, the picture changes in the girls on the girl's table and then she disappears because they've both lost their lives to AIDS. And again, then you see the young kid and he's a young kid and the man walking back, you know, with her shopping and he's trying to hug her, you know, outside these, the Bronx basically and that he can't, he can't hug her because he's a ghost and that's the thing. It's like you know, stick to stick to your community, stick to where you should be, mm. um, and what you should be doing, and, and try. You know, don't. So the waterfalls being chasing the waterfalls in terms of like chasing the cash, chasing. Yeah. So and again with the guy, he's chasing his with the in terms of the safe sex. It's like she gives him loving that his body can't handle, but all he says is, "Baby is good for me." Mm. So it's like this thing of promiscuity that he's like, "Well, no, it feels good, and I like it." And she's going, "No, no, it's fine. You don't need to practice safe sex. We're good. We're good." Brilliant. But it's like stop chasing the unattainable. Yeah. All Right, Suzanne. Listen, and it resonates as well, and the whole epidemic um, side note to it as well, I suppose, uh, resonates uh, in today's in today's world. Um, Suzanne, um, so go ahead. Thanks very much for that, and go ahead and introduce this song. Let's have a listen to it. This is the ultimate '90s tune for me. It's TLC Waterfalls on Today FM.